0: Welcome to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dr. Ohelio Ralzola, a PhD in health, exercise, and sports science, a strength coach with over a decade of experience in personal, collegiate, and professional settings, and a sports scientist whose main goal is to use testing and data to maximize your health and performance. And
1: I'm Brooke West, holistic registered dietitian, Practicing the perfect combination of a functional nutrition, science-based root cause approach and hippie magic, with areas of expertise in women's health and hormones, gut health, and micronutrient balance.
0: We believe that health is multifaceted, but not as complicated as others make it seem. Our mission is to share what works and what's BS in the health industry, all while having a good time doing it.
1: Expect us to share everything from new research, to tried and true health philosophies, to alternative health therapies, and the occasional controversial topic. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Health Unfiltered. It is half of Health Unfiltered podcast. My name is Brooke, and I'm here with another Snack Time episode. It has been a doozy. We just had another earthquake. We've been having a lot of earthquakes and rain and mudslides. Um, So hopefully I make it through this recording without any more uh, interruptions from Mother Nature. So today I want to talk about our toxic burden and environmental exposures. This is always a tricky conversation, especially on social media, because there's a lot of nuance to it and people just get really triggered for some reason when you tell them to filter their water, which would solve like 99 of your problems. But what do I know? Um, So I want to just introduce this topic in a way that makes sense and share information that we have from the CDC, the NIH, NHANES surveys, and uh, some other bodies like the Endocrine Endocrine Society and just kind of share what this really means and bring some awareness. This is not meant to be a fear-mongering conversation at all, and I'm going to explain why later on. But I want to start with where we're at and what the science says with chemicals and specifically endocrine disruptors. So a 2021 scientific analysis estimated that We have over 350,000 chemicals and chemical mixtures that are registered for production and use. So, this is global, worldwide. That's a lot of chemicals and chemical compounds. However, 50 to 70% of these are actually unknown. They remain confidential because they're considered business secrets. So, of all of these chemicals, more than half, we don't actually know what's in these chemical mixtures and compounds. So, we can't really assess how it's impacting the body. And what's wild is if you start to look at these scientific studies, it'll be like, we've only tested seven. And this is this is the impact it's having. So it really does blow your mind when you start to research this more. Um, but I do want to also remind you that not all chemicals are bad. Not every single chemical out there is harmful to humans, animals, wildlife, the ecosystem. So... Not every chemical of that 350,000. So in 2019, Center for Disease Control found that of, they tested 212 man-made chemicals and their metabolites. And they tested people as a part of an NHANES survey study um, that was done through the United States government. And so they were testing people in the United States and 98 to 99 percent of people had all of them present in their bodies so we know that the chemicals that we're getting exposed to in our daily lives especially the ones they tested for in this study they are showing up and they're being excreted in our urine and our sweat they tested breast milk i think they tested saliva i forget what else but they're, they're testing all the different places that it would be secreted so We're very much absorbing what we're being exposed to, whether it's from air or water or our food or plastics or products in our daily lives, clothing we put on our body. So it's important to just remember this piece, because this is what we're talking about when we're talking about toxic exposure and and our environment. And environmental chemical exposures have been linked with scientific studies to just about everything. Uh, Like I can't even go through this entire list, but some of the ones that are most interesting to me are hormone imbalance, insulin resistance. Certainly there's a lot of studies correlating obesity, type 2 diabetes, weight loss resistance, autoimmune disease, infertility. Specifically, increased risk of infertility, increased risk of miscarriage, diminished ovarian reserve, menstrual cycle irregularity, longer time to pregnancy, and decreased sperm count. So those are some pretty big things they've studied with infertility and endocrine disrupting chemicals specifically. It's also associated with a lot of different things we see in women like PCOS, uterine fibroids, endometriosis, early menopause. Also, we've got neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, things like asthma, birth defects, anxiety, brain fog, chronic fatigue, all kinds of cancers, immune dysfunction, gut dysbiosis, liver disease, kidney disease, thyroid issues. Like, I wasn't lying when I said honestly everything and I have not even read the exhaustive list just to give you what we know based on science. Okay, so according to the American Journal of Preventative Medicine, it is estimated that environmental factors contribute to more than 25% of all global disease. And toxic agents ranked fifth in underlying cause of U.S. death in 2000. This was a 2000 study that it was contributing to 25% of global disease and ranked number five for global death. So 23 years later, I would be willing to bet this is a whole lot more. So this is why when we talk about holistic health and well-being, environmental toxins need to be a big part of that puzzle, this holistic health puzzle. And specifically the ones that I am the most interested in when I work with clients is endocrine disrupting chemicals. So there's over 1,400 endocrine disrupting chemicals compounds that have been identified. And of those 1,400 plus compounds, they're not all man-made. Some are actually naturally occurring. So like, for example, heavy metals are a naturally occurring part of our environment. They're in the earth's crust. Um, Those would be endocrine disruptors, right? So we're exposed to very low doses of these every day, but they can have this really impactful effect on the body, and it's called this the cocktail effect. But basically, it's a lot of small doses, like when you add it up, it's not one plus one equals two. It's like can be one plus one equals three. It's almost like this amplified effect when we're exposed to multiple at a time. So i I'm gonna get ahead of myself. But basically, this means we we do need to pay attention to the different chronic exposures, and that plastic water bottle with BPA should be swapped for something else because it we all we are extremely impacted, and they have this big compounding effect. Okay, so in 2016 they did a study because they wanted to look at all right, well what are the economic impacts of just seven endocrine disrupting chemicals compounds, and 11 endocrine disorders. billion annually in healthcare costs and lost wages. This was in 2016. And that's really just the tip of the iceberg because we know there's over 1,400 compounds that impact way more than just 11 different disorders, right? So that's something to keep in mind. Well, one of the really popular things people are talking about right now are called PFAS chemicals. These PER and polyfluorinated substances. And they're they're just talking about like don't handle your receipts because there's PFAS chemicals and all those things. You've probably seen it in the news or on TikTok or Instagram. Well, they did a recent analysis because they're trying to figure out what is the impact of this, because it's in a lot of different products. It's estimated that it's costing 17 trillion dollars, trillion with a T in healthcare costs, and to remediate the damage that has been done to soil and water. Because they're these small chemicals, forever chemicals that are in everything at this point. Because we didn't really do our due diligence here, in my opinion, uh, before it was massively exposed to us through our environment and different products. Wild. (laughs) Like, mind blown as I was reading this research. Okay, but here's the good news. Endocrine disrupting chemicals don't build up in the body and can be minimized. So for the most part, heavy metals do build up in the body. Okay. So that was something that needs to be intentionally tested for and detoxed. And there's a whole protocol, but you can absolutely do it and feel so much better. Currently going through one myself right now, and I'm feeling great only not even two weeks in. So it makes a really big impact. But things like BPA, for example, they don't stay in the body very long. It's about for twenty four to forty eight hours, okay, cool. So this means that you don't have to wait a lot to start to to reduce these impacts and feel better and get better results. So like if let's say you're someone who's planning for healthy conception, there are these changes that you and your partner can make, and then you can have a pretty immediate impact and and making sure that you're really healthy. So this is a great thing, I think, to support with non-toxic living and holistic health. To me, I think this just shows we can make a really big impact and fix it pretty quickly, which is exciting. So according to the NIH, uh, endocrine disruptors, essentially, if you're not familiar with that term, the NIH defines this as... Chemicals that interfere with the body's endocrine system and produce adverse developmental, reproductive, neurological, and immune effects in both humans and wildlife. For a broader, shorter definition from the endocrine society, any chemical that interferes with any aspect of your hormone function. So how does this work? Endocrine disruptors basically will mimic or partly mimic naturally occurring hormones in the body like estrogens, androgens, thyroid hormones, and they can inappropriately turn on or activate hormone response. They can also bind to a receptor that's meant for something else and block a natural hormone from binding. We see, this, we see this a lot in the interference of thyroid and iodine. Halogens will bind to, the, to those receptors and block iodine from going to the thyroid, which is needed for the thyroid to produce healthy thyroid hormone. Halogens are in our water usually, so you need to be filtering your shower water and your drinking water. Just, just to give you some examples of like how this actually works in practice and inside the body. I always think of Miss Frizzle's magic school bus as I explain these things. This is how I survive biochem, people. Okay, so another way they work is they interfere or block the way that natural hormones and their receptors are made or controlled. So they can alter the metabolism in the liver. And so the endocrine system basically works. We have all these organs, endocrine organs, that use hormones as messengers. That's really what hormones are. They're just these natural chemicals that are in the body that are communication molecules to the rest of the body. So it's the most simple way of thinking about it. And hormones are extremely potent chemicals. They operate in these very, very small, low concentration, like parts per trillion with a T, parts per trillion, low concentration. So if hormones are like these very subtle, delicate things, you can see how these endocrine disruptors that mimic them can actually have a big impact. So this is in a very brief snack time episode edition, some good food for thought on how toxin and toxic exposure can be a a missing piece to your holistic health puzzle, this is something that I like to talk about, and I think it's interesting that it's it's always seen as controversial, and that's why I wanted to bring some of the stats and studies from, you know, these are these are big organizations that set a lot of the standards and the rules, quote unquote. This is not just me and my hippy-dippy beliefs, although I got lots of those too. Check me out on Instagram if you want to hear the full story on those, but this is really what we know. and there's there's a lot of science coming out now, and we're starting to see these problems. And it's important to make switches. And this isn't to freak you out. This isn't to think you need to go make over your whole entire kitchen and get rid of all the plastics and throw out all your beauty products that have phthalates. Like it's not about that. It's about, First, creating some good awareness and understanding of why it's important and how it impacts your body. And then slowly, step by step, start making changes when appropriate. When you run out of a chemical cleaner you use in your home, can you do a little bit of research and find one that is biodegradable? It's not going to have an impact when it's dumped or exposed into soil, into water, into the earth, and be better for you or your family or your kids or your pets or whoever is exposed to that chemical. There's a lot of really great options, and I share a lot of these, and I have them inside uh, the Holistically Aligned Method program. So. There's a lot of different things you can do and things you can swap out. So instead of plastic water bottles, use glass or stainless steel. Instead of plastic Tupperware, use use glass or stainless steel Tupperware. Stainless steel is a lot lighter than carrying around a big glass Tupperware. So start making these little shifts and digging a little bit deeper. And I would just challenge you anytime you run out of a product, see if there's a better one for you that can reduce the toxic burden on your body because it very clearly makes an impact. And we definitely are seeing a rise in endocrine related disorders and all of the other long list of things that these chemicals are having on our body. And I think one of the biggest things I also see when I test people's minerals is people are very, very depleted in minerals. And it's not because you don't know what to eat. Most of the clients I work with they're actually pretty on top of their game. Like They know their stuff. It's We're diving deeper into a different layer. What's happening is all of this stuff and all of these chemicals are impacting our soil and our food supply. And without healthy soil, we're not going to get as much nutrients in food. So it's a very interesting phenomenon that's happening. And I hope that this snack episode gave you something to think about, something to explore. I would love to hear your thoughts. So please let me know on Instagram what you thought of this episode. If you would love to learn more on this topic. Um, I would love to hear from you. And on that note, we will cue that music and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Health Unfiltered podcast. Make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform, rate the podcast, and share this episode.
0: Connect with me, Dr. Alzola, on Instagram at ROI Health. For more details on all things sports and human performance coaching, visit GetROIHealth.com. You can
1: find me, Brooke West, on Instagram at westnutrition.co. For all the ways we can work together on nutrition and holistic health, visit westnutrition.co.
0: And don't forget to send us your epic questions of the week on Instagram at healthunfilteredpod. Catch you next time.